Welcome to the Soulish Podcast, and thank you for being here. My name is Whitney Apke, and I'm your host. On the Soulish Podcast, we're talking all about the aha moments, the uncomfortable and painful lessons of life, how to deeply connect with ourselves and others, and the breakthroughs, big or small, that we experience in our body, soul, and spirit. We'll dive deep, and I'm so excited to share my experiences and thoughts, as well as bring on guests who are thought leaders and truth seekers. It's my desire to uplift, encourage, and inspire you in each episode. Well, thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Soulish Podcast. I hope that you guys enjoyed last week's episode about forgiveness and how to recognize unforgiveness and how to heal and reconcile all parts of yourself so that you're deeply connected and um, and also able to live your life and enjoy your life uninhibited, not blocked, not um, held back in any way. And similarly, this week's episode topic is about fear and how to identify subconscious fears specifically and how to remove, overcome, heal them because like unforgiveness, fear is also something that can hold us back in life and can also keep us from hearing our intuition, our gut, because we're so focused on the fear and so consumed sometimes by fear that we can't hear our intuition. We can't hear what God's source, the universe, is directing us to go, to do, to say, and then we end up very much unhappy, disconnected, and unable to enjoy life. That's just no way to live. So I want to start by kind of talking about the origin of fear. Really, fear, and we see it in like animals, right, is very instinctual. It's something of like a survival instinct. That's kind of where fear at least is helpful because As far as survival, like life or death, we need to understand, like in the animal kingdom, they understand predator, right, versus prey. And you kind of know or have a sense or at least learn real quick where you are in the food chain. And so back in the day, like prehistoric times, fear as a survival instinct, like life or death survival instinct was helpful, was beneficial, would help keep you alive and living, right? But as we have gone through the centuries and have developed and have learned and grown and we are such a different type of human race than the prehistoric days for sure, right? Our sense of survival instinct has evolved into a social survival into a career survival, into ego using fear to direct us through life instead of listening to our intuition and gut. And so because of this evolution of fear going from literally life or death survival to social survival, like career survival, uh, success survival, that ambition kind of survival We now have an issue because this isn't a life or death survival any longer. This is now something that can actually 
hinder you in life because fear is a learned behavior. And if we live our life based off of fear, like I said earlier, we're no longer listening to our intuition. We're no longer guided by spirit, God, the universe source. And we're not living life for our purpose, for our intentions, for the things that we dream of experiencing, of dream of having. Instead, we're living life like we're looking into a mirror, constantly looking behind us, waiting for something bad to happen, waiting for something to come up behind us and try to take us out. We're living life in such a way that we're living defensively instead of offensively. We're constantly looking out for the predators socially, in our career, in our love relationships, right, in our family, instead of trusting our gut, trusting our our intuition, trusting that we're guided, And fear actually has a lot of biological effects on the body, not just on a soul level or spirit or energy level, but also on a physical level. Fear can cause anxiety. It can cause depression as well. It can cause suicidal thoughts. Fear, if not dealt with, can also cause panic attacks. It can cause you to literally want to hide away and not live life because you're afraid of what may happen. Fear can also create disease and create disorders. It it causes chaos. It is not a peaceful emotion or thought. Fear is very disruptive to the body. It's disruptive on the soul level. It's disruptive on the energetic spirit level. So fear does not benefit us. Fear is meant to be a survival instinct as far as it happens every now and again that you have a predator within your space that is a threat to you living and breathing versus constantly living in a state of fear of what are people thinking of me? What do I look like? What is my impression that I'm making? What is my success? What is the value that I'm offering to my company? What if I lose my job? What if I lose my home? What if I lose my car? What if I don't have any friends? What if the love of my life leaves me for somebody else? What if I have kids and I lose them? I don't think I can bear that pain. Fear is multiple different faces, versions, stories that we can create in our mind, imagine outcomes that are awful and horrific and would cause us pain or suffering. And because we really spend our lives pursuing pleasure, like those things that bring us happiness and joy and love, really everyone spends their life pursuing pleasure and avoiding pain. We want to experience love, joy, peace, happiness, right? Fulfillment. We don't want to experience pain, grief, sorrow, shame, guilt. So we avoid pain and we pursue pleasure. And fear is very much a part of avoiding pain because we don't want to endure suffering. We don't want to endure loss. We don't want to be rejected. We don't want to lose everything and be a failure. We don't want to take risks because of what could happen if we do and what we could lose. And so we spend our lives running from things instead of pursuing things. 
And so fear can really change how you live your life and what you live your life for. So isn't it important then to eradicate fear and to live in peace? You have subconscious fears. You have fears that are running your life. It's not on the surface of your thoughts, but you are avoiding certain things. You're reacting certain ways, making certain choices, and you can't necessarily put your finger on it. Why am I avoiding this? Why am I running from this? I know a lot of people say this in relationships because relationships definitely bring up fears, especially if you've been hurt in a relationship. A lot of people also say things like that because they've had something crumble beneath them. They've either dealt with poverty, struggling to make ends meet, and so they have a real fear of not having any money, of being left with nothing. And so they set up their life in such a way that they could never be left desolate. Subconscious fears are unconscious insecurities, fears that we have that are beneath the surface. And the way that we get subconscious fears is even karmic. Maybe you have subconscious fears that have been passed down through your soul journeys maybe something you experienced in a previous lifetime and never dealt with, never healed from. And so now you have this subconscious fear in your lifetime right now, in your present. It can also be learned from experience or taught by others. So there are natural fears, right? Like good fears, healthy fears. And I don't want fear to be necessarily painted as a bad thing. There is good healthy fears out there. Like don't touch the stovetop, right? Don't step in front of a car. Look both ways before you cross the street. Things like that, right? That are healthy fears that are survival instinct related. But then there's fears that were taught. Like you watch your dad or you watch your mom or your brothers or sisters or friends endure something or make choices and they tell you, yeah, don't ever do that because then this will happen, right? And so then we go, oh God, well, I don't want that. I don't want to endure that. I don't want to experience that. And so we kind of have like a belief, a rule that we live by based off of an experience that we have or what we're taught by others. And maybe even what we've inherited karmically as a fear. Subconscious fears are really like triggers. Like we were talking about last week of being triggered. Triggers are a great sign of subconscious fears as well as unforgiveness. So that's one way that you can identify a subconscious fear is you keep making a decision of avoiding something or someone and you just can't put your thumb on why you keep doing that. But you know that you keep doing it and you know that you feel it like in your gut. You feel this fight or flight instinct and you just know like, I don't want to do that, or I don't want to experience that, or I don't want to talk with somebody like that. I don't want to have that conversation. Some of us have experiences to back up our subconscious fears, where it's something that is years gone, right? It happened years ago. It's not necessarily in the forefront of your mind, but as soon as a conversation happens 
or a situation happens, you have an automatic feeling, belief, reaction to that. And you're like, whoa, why do I feel so strongly about this? Why am I having such a reaction to this? And that's where you can kind of go, huh, where is the origin of that? Where does that originate within me? And a lot of times when you can't find something, like I've never experienced this, I've never been taught this, but yet I feel so strongly this way, most of the time, that's a good indicator that that's maybe a karmic fear of something that you haven't dealt with before. For me, a karmic fear that I've inherited is abandonment, rejection. And I actually had a past life regression like experience years ago, like at least 10, 10 years ago. And oh my gosh, that past life regression totally answered the reason why I've always struggled with fear of abandonment, fear of rejection. And then I was able to acknowledge it and I was able to heal it because I connected with myself in a deeper way. I connected with my soul's journey and then was able to learn and grow from it and understand, got it, that's where that originates. So therefore I can move forward. I can move on and know that not everything is going to end up with me being abandoned or rejected. I don't have to see everything through that lens and I don't have to always anticipate that. So how do we remove? How do we overcome? How do we heal? First and foremost, very similar to unforgiveness because this is really my rule of thumb for anything that you're dealing with is first acknowledging it. If you refuse to acknowledge something, then you never give it the opportunity to be healed. You never get the opportunity to connect with yourself fully until you acknowledge something you're choosing to ignore it avoid it and i've heard too before you have to name it in order to heal it very similar you have to acknowledge it in order to heal it the moment you acknowledge it you connect with it you embrace it you embrace that part of yourself you hold space for healing to happen, and then you can move forward. So by acknowledging a fear or insecurity that you have, which is a big deal, especially a big deal for women with like body image, once you acknowledge the fear and or insecurity, you now have the opportunity to bring that fear or insecurity to the light. You're bringing it up to the surface And now you have the opportunity of asking, what is the truth of this fear? I love to do this because I like to acknowledge and recognize the fear has a point. There is a reason why that fear, that insecurity exists. And whether it's a past life or this life, there's a reason why that fear is there. So I like to validate fear. I like to validate even unforgiveness. And that's what acknowledging it is for me. It's not just saying I'm dealing with this fear. I'm dealing with this unforgiveness like last week we talked about. But acknowledging it is also saying that this fear is valid. There's a reason why I struggle with this fear. And when you do that and when you ask what is the truth of that fear, you're giving an opportunity to learn and grow from it. 
What's the truth of it? Did I not check that out more, that investment opportunity? Did I not do my research and ask my mentors or people that I trust that have maybe more knowledge about investing than I do before I invested? No, I just kind of hopped on the opportunity, got really excited about it, invested a lot of money and time and energy into that, and it didn't profit me. So instead of never investing in anything ever again, right, because you're afraid of losing your investment, you're choosing to next time, I'm going to investigate, I'm going to do my research, I'm going to ask people that know more than me or are really familiar with this type of market or investment that I'm making so that that way I make a wiser decision next time. It's so good to acknowledge the fear or insecurity Bring it to the light and ask, what is the truth of the fear? You know, which is validating. It feels good to ask that. Like, there's a reason why I have this insecurity. There's a reason why I have this fear. What is the truth of the fear, though? What do I need to learn? What do I need to grow from? And that's really the final step is asking that question. What is the lesson that I need to learn here? What do I not want to repeat (laughs) because the moment you learn the lesson, you never have to learn that lesson again. You may learn a lesson in a different aspect or in a different way, but never again will you have to learn that same lesson because you've learned it, you've grown from it, you now have wisdom. So now you're going to make different choices because now you understand why that went the way it did. You didn't know that that was a possibility or that that could be an option or an outcome. So when you learn the lesson, you now have wisdom. You now have that nugget that you can move forward with. And now it's no longer a fear. Now it's no longer something that's hindering you, but it actually empowers you to live your life and to live your life free, uninhibited, unblocked, with no speed bumps. You can go full steam ahead and live and enjoy your life. That's what I want for everybody. That's what I want for you guys. That's what I want for myself. And so that's why it's so important to learn the lesson. I hope that this was really encouraging and inspiring for you. I hope these last two conversations just really like get you pumped up and help you navigate through these difficult areas of life that we end up experiencing and having to process and having to face and having to learn lessons from. But gosh, as long as we learn lessons and we move forward and we heal and we are deeply connected and relating to all parts of ourselves and we hold space and we are not critical, we are not judgmental of the choices that we make, how we feel about things, how we think about things, but instead just remain present with ourselves, we can do anything. There's nothing that can hold us back. We can't be hindered by anything because we're not allowing anything to go unnoticed, unacknowledged, not healed, not mended, not reconciled. So as long as we do that, we're good. And we'll learn lessons We'll have some hard lessons, some painful lessons, but we'll learn and we'll grow from them. And then instead of them being a wound, they'll be kind of like a little, a little medal of honor, (laughs) a little badge of honor of, man, I fought that battle and I won that war and I'm stronger for it. 
instead of weaker and victimized and disempowered. I would much rather live my life empowered and be like the badass woman that I know I am, right? (laughs) And for so many years, I've lived as the victim of everything and everyone. And I no longer live my life that way. And I have so much freedom. Not that I ever deal with pain or feeling like a victim, but when I have that feeling, when I deal with that situation or that pain or a memory of things that have happened, I deal with it. I acknowledge it. I recognize it. I validate it. I ask what is the lesson to be learned? What is the truth? And I learn that lesson. I remind myself of who I am. I reaffirm my worth, my value, what I have to offer myself, the world, other people. And I move forward feeling so empowered and badass and boss woman of my own life. (laughs) And you can be a boss man, boss lady in your life as well. Next week, I'm super excited. We're going to have an amazing guest, Daniel, the past life regressionist. And so these two topics I felt like were super important to have before his episode because we're going to really dive into past lives and how to heal, heal from karma, heal from patterns in our soul's journey. And I cannot wait to introduce you to Daniel because he's a literal gem and I'm pissed off that I haven't met him until now (laughs) because he's just so cool. And so I'm really excited for you guys to listen to his episode. Super, super excited and to um, introduce you to him because he's somebody that you definitely want to DM, you want to follow, you want to book, book, book um, and have sessions with him because it's amazing. So super excited for next week. But I think that these two episodes are great prerequisites to diving into past lives and um, and that conversation, which is not a one-time conversation, but this is the first conversation we're going to have with it on this podcast. And I'm super excited for that. I love you guys. I hope that you got so many nuggets out of this episode, out of how to identify subconscious fears and how to remove, overcome, heal them. I want to encourage you and inspire you in every single podcast. And I hope that this conversation was encouraging for you. Looking forward to seeing you guys next week with Daniel, the past life regressionist. Don't miss it. It's going to be amazing. I'll see you guys next week. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. The Soulish Podcast is not only a podcast, but a community where we can relate to each other and support each other in our soul journeys. Join the community on Instagram and Facebook at The Soulish Podcast.